Oh wow, gotta have that best weave, gotta have that car that I can't afford, gotta stay at that residence that I, I cannot, my parents cannot afford it, I cannot afford it and I got to have it by all means. Uh, that is just uh, the tragic reality of what our students are going through and joining me on the line. And uh, by the way, that's uh, the OJs and uh, talking about uh, um, the love of money. And joining us in our Deben studios is Gosle Gong Entuli, who's former president of the SRC at the University of KwaZulu-Natal, Howard College. Good afternoon and welcome, Gosle Gong. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, Chris Alda and the viewers. I think, you know, for me, this conversation, um, we often told that don't be uh, personal about uh, conversations. You must remain um, impartial and, and, and. But as a mother, this is disturbing. Absolutely. And um, as a sister, it is. We're, we have a social responsibility to speak truth to life. Mm. And there's so many things that are not just killing our bodies, but our spirits as young people. And when we're sent into universities, um, our parents think that we are the hope of the family. Oh, go, go. Our grandparents, mm. you know, everyone thinks that we're going to have a bright future. And there's a sad reality that we bury some of our peers before they even graduate. And so what is killing our young people? And I think we need to dig deeper than just the financial aspect. We need to start looking into what what motivates someone to accept this as their reality. Mm. And I think we have to go back to the foundation of a child and what they are confronted with. When a young person has a young mother who has a blesser maybe when food is put on the table by a man some maybe um rich man in the community the next day it's another man what value have you seen in the human body Mm -hmm. you know what is the idea why should you value your body so much if you can get raped Mm -hmm. these are conversations that i've had with so Mm -hmm. many young women and they're like my the the value of my body can get taken away why don't i give it away because that gives me agency it gives me power yeah. to have control over what gets taken and what's get, get what gets given and so they remove the value of the body or the spirit um or anything like that and they're like i choose to, to have be sex like money. this i choose to be like this so, but is it really a choice and then i think that's part of the conversation that we need to have um i, I guess for me uh, i mean a brilliant question because i ask myself that when a gushegonke um decides and and chooses that i'm going to stay in school i'm going to focus on my studies i'm going to serve um in in different committees and and councils within my school uh, to better my life and be that hope for my community what then gets um a, a Dombi, to just choose that I'm going to sell my body. Well, I I think that it's you can't justify or give it one definition of why, Mm. because society is so diverse. You're getting model C kids who are coming from affluent communities um, and affluent schools or even family backgrounds, and they're like, I want to be a blessee. And you're also finding the young girl from a township who also goes into university and says, I want to become a blessee as well. And so we need to also look at how university, it's a microcosm of society. So whatever you find in your community, you find um, in institutions of higher learning. And so I have this concept that I, I've, I've come up with from my analysis. It's the pizza idea. This is the girl who's never had much. There's a guy that says, I'll buy you pizza. Let's just go out for lunch. 
she doesn't have food at home or address. Maybe she didn't have funding or she was struggling at the beginning of the year before she got her meal allowances. Mm. And so she gets accustomed to a lifestyle that she can't afford because she's so used to someone else providing for her. Now she's getting pizzas. The next thing, this guy breaks up with her, whatever happens. The next guy now must, she's expecting that of him. She goes to, to more affluent restaurants, butoir. And then she starts realizing that she's getting social status by having these experiences mm. where her peers are, are seeing her um, from, you know, she looks like she's in a better position. Yeah. So it's that getting accustomed to a lifestyle you can't afford. But we also have girls who can already afford this. But then we have to look at the influence of social media in our young kids. Someone in high school already wants, in primary school, wants to do a face beat because that's what's trending, because mm -hmm. that's what makes her feel accepted and worthy of getting likes. Mm -hmm. And so there's this idea that if you're getting likes and you're getting a higher following, you have, you know, you have more value as a young woman. You know, people accept you. Um, people want to follow you. They look up to you. But what are they really looking up to when you're liking that picture? You know, it's it's kind of like you confirming that you kind of support this lifestyle. It's yeah, not just about yeah. liking the gene or liking her weave, mm, but mm. It, to some extent, you're perpetuating the ills that are happening of young women wanting to build their self-esteem and social, um, you know, social value by getting these incomes that are that are putting their lives at risk. And when you're in this. You're putting yourself at risk because you lose agency, you lose power. This man will say, after some time, he'll like, he'll say, I don't want to use a condom. Because and and I mean, custom. he's got the power to negotiate uh, what goes if, if he has mm. the upper hand um, using financial means. Uh, let, let's... Uh, pay the bills when we come back I'd, I'd like to know what signs should uh, parents look out for um, because you know sometimes our children would send us uh, pics on on going on holiday we mm. never ask can you afford yeah. this and is it important for children to uh, parents to follow their children on on their social media platforms why do they even have pin codes <laughs> call Griselda now 891 and we also invite your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And you can join us on social media, SAFM Radio. And that's both on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, hashtag us, SAFM Lifetime Live. We also welcome your SMSs at 40938, uh, charged at 150. Having a conversation with Ugutlegongentuli, who is a former uh, president of the SRC, that's a student representative council at uh, the University of KwaZulu. Natal. And we're talking about universities and colleges um, having become a haven for um, these passport boys and girls, actually, because uh, our focus right now is more on girls. But I I, I mean, I have it under good authority that even young boys have fallen uh, trapped to this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now, what should we be looking out for as parents? I mean, because I, I don't believe, well, I, w I would want to believe that no parent would send their child that... Uh, you know, go fend for yourself at, at varsity college. As sad, as sad as it might sound, a lot of young people don't have people looking out for them. Oh, and so, as much as you might say, what does the parent say? Mm. But a lot of these young girls or young men don't have someone ensuring that they go to bed, um, they don't go to bed on an empty stomach. Mm. And so, the reality is, our parents don't um, call us up and say, Have you eaten? Are you okay? And so some do have parents and those who do have parents, I, I encourage the parents to have a conversation with your child every day, if, if not every month, ask them, how are they doing? 
Because it's, it's so easy to assume that they're old enough. But this is an 18-year-old, someone who, who you used to put food on the table for. And now they're expected to go out into the real world. And if you're talking about the real world, we know that the real world takes advantage of, of people who are naive and vulnerable. And so the parent has to have regular conversations, monitor social mm. media of your child. If you are seeing patterns that, no, but even me as a parent, I can't afford that weave. A weave is 2,000 rand. Yeah, yeah. Have the conversation. But here's, what, what here's what's a concern for me. Um, is when we have this conversation and you have adults sending a message saying, I don't understand what your concern is um, or where it comes from. There's no national dialogue that needs to be had simply because these are adults doing whatever they wish to do with their bodies and in their time. How is this a societal issue? Have we become these people now? I think that you need to look at even that adult. If you're talking to a 30-year-old who thinks in that way, they might have been a victim from a very early stage. Maybe they were 18 years old and they were told to get a man if they want to, you know, to survive. Because this this passport girl idea came about when there were still sugar daddies, before I was even in high school, you know. It was still sugar daddies providing for these young girls in universities. And so I cannot say this is an adult. I think that the level of consciousness makes me as a young woman say that but that's that could be my daughter why should i care it's because we understand the vulnerability that young women undergo when they are when they're taken embarking on this Many of them are taking a decision from a vulnerable perspective mm. or they get recruited. In universities of higher learning, we are finding senior girls recruiting these first years. Wow. The senior girl is socially acclaimed. You know, everyone, she's got 100,000 followers on social media. Everyone wants to be her friend. So and does that like, not make her a pimp though? She is a pimp. She is. And there are people pimping in this very moment. They're taking these girls to Mlanga. They're taking them to Santon. But the girl doesn't know in the first moment that she's being pimped. She thinks that she's going out with the girls. It's a girl's night out. And so we need to start conscientizing our first years when they get to university and our colleges into saying that, be aware. Because this we've seen the road. We, we've buried our peers. Some of them are still alive today. But what does it mean with to scars, be alive? With scars. Yeah. And, and with scars, scars, that will take a lot um, to eradicate. Let's take your calls uh, right now. 891 uh, KGM, you're joining us from Cape Town. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chris Adwa. Good afternoon to your guests and to the listeners. It's, it's, a, it's a very, I would say, one of those unpalatable discussions that we, we must have not only in in media on on media platforms but mm. i think this these kind of conversations they are missing at home you see mm. chris alba it doesn't matter what we can say and what we can do out there generally together as a society as a nation as a people if the foundation is wrong mm. if the home is wrong i promise you the results that we get in the streets out there is exactly mm. the, rep- the the reputations of what's coming at home. Mm. Now, for me, uh, I, I would like to, to challenge us as a society, as a nation. Uh, I think that we are going through this primarily because of the system, and we are ignoring the system. I mean, you've mm. been giving a, quite a number of examples of what happens in the society. Yeah. We will have this similar kind of a conversation next year. Mm. The mm. issue is, mm. what is it that we haven't done Mm. What is it that we are doing and what is it that we are going to do in the future to not only to curb but to stop this? 
Now, if you look at how our society is structured, I mean, we, we relate and we associate and we expect everything to be done by government. Mm-hmm. And when we say government, 90% of the time we, we say uh, that reference to politicians. Mm-hmm. And if you look at their lives, and I'm not judging anybody, I'm being realistic. If you look at the lives of the so-called leaders, and when you look mm. at the, these kids, these young ladies, young women, and, and you, you look at who is abusing them, mm. then you, you realize that we are having the wrong end of the stick. We're expecting the abusers to be parents. Mm. A, and lastly, Chriselda, uh, how, how do we then say KGM who comes from a broken family, not by choice, yeah. not by design, but <sighs> forcefully so? How do we expect him to be a parent out there when mm. he is in the public? Wow. Mm. Okay. I think that is the challenge. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, KGM. It, it really is um, a deeper. It goes deeper than meets the eye. Let's go to Temba in Rustenburg. Good afternoon. Hi, Chriselda and your guest. Uh, it, it is a very big problem, Chriselda. And it's something that started a long time ago. <laughs> I think we are putting too much pressure on these young girls. They have learned from the best, which is their mothers, their mm. sisters, mm. and everybody else. This thing started a long time ago. Griselda, not long, you had a, pro- a program similar to this one, just a different topic. And uh, I called and said, girls of today, they like things, but Andy's in door. If I I am on a bicycle and... I say, hi, girl, how are you? She will not even say hi back to me. But very same me back and driving a, a, a German car, coming back, she will be smiling all the way to my car, into my car. That's how girls are. That's how women are. I'm not saying all of them, but I can tell you now 80%. But then the question begs, uh, Temba, yeah. that as as the adult... Uh, when that child smiles at you inappropriately, why don't you become the adult and, and reprimand? But remember, Chriselda, that uh, it's not only adults who are doing that. We've got young boys who've got money. I mean, mm. from 20 to mm. 35 years mm. who, who mm. are not married. They've got all type of cars. They are successful. Does it mean mm. they must smile back to those guys because they are young and not to the sure. adults? And uh, remember, your child, she's 18, 20 years, she can date a man that's 40 years if she wants to. She's, uh, she's allowed to. So I think this must go back to the parents, the role models. We have learned this. Now, the last point is you you get a girl uh, telling you that, please buy me a, a, a this and that case and that because mama is home will punish me if I come back with nothing. What do you expect? Mm, wow. Your mama is telling you, yeah. if you are going out, make sure that you come back with something. Otherwise, mm. I will lock you out. Sure. Temba, thank you. Thank you very much for contributing. We might just laugh um, because but like really here's the news headlines with Hutzile Saku. Lifetime Live with Chriselda Tutumashe. Right, I was hoping for um, you to remember that uh, you call us on 0891-104-207 and uh, you can also WhatsApp voice note us on 0614-104-107. We are both on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio and you can SMS us at 40938. We charge uh, or charge that 150.
Another SMS, um, Crisalda, you raise interesting topics but offer no solutions. How indeed must uh, somebody in poverty, uh, technology, uh, somebody in poverty get money uh, if gatekeeping is the norm? And that's from Gancho. Uh, that's why we open lines, right? Um, because we never claim to have answers. That's why we open lines, identify an ill, and and um, have you uh, air your views so that together as a society, when something is a social ill, we together find solutions. Joining me in our Deben studio is Gutlegong Gentuli, who is a former uh, president of the SRC at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. And we're having this conversation because there was an article um, in the past Sunday, uh, in, in the Sunday Times, and quite disturbing. Um, some of these girls are sharing uh, their personal um, challenges. And let's take your calls right now. Jake in Jobek, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you, sir. Fantastic. Um, ladies, thank you very much, and I respect that you're having this conversation. Um, I am calling because um, I agree with a couple of callers who called with regards to this matter being a very, very fundamental problem that we have within our society. And I think the real problem is not the fact that people do not have money, because if you were to do the research, you will find that there are more people who are poor, don't have money, but they don't do the same thing. Mm. That is the truth of the matter is there are people who don't have money, but they don't engage in similar things. And this goes back to the fundamentals I'm talking about, which is um, what we learn within our community, within our mm. families, and within the environment we grow up, within TV and radio. Like what we hear every day is what we absorb. And the conversation that people have is what actually educates us and gives us you know, maintain ways to resolve our problems in the future. I'll give you an example. Like right now, as an individual, you have a language that you're speaking mm. and you don't question your accent, you don't question how you learned it, and you don't even know how you learned it. Mm. Like you, you, you don't know who taught you how to speak, you don't ever question your, your accent, but you learn the language and you're 100% certain about how you're speaking your language. You never even think about it. Mm. Now, having said that, I'm going to tell you this. There are other 90,000 things that you learn at the same time, which is how to treat women, how to treat money, how to think about yourself, how to think about the future, and how to think about the world in large, how to think about white people, how to think about black people, how to think, like all these things. You learn them as you're growing up from media, from people around you, from your parents, family, and things like that. And when you grow up, when you encounter a situation, you're going to take from your, your, the things you have learned in order to resolve the situation in front of you. Or this is, this is, that comes to you as the best solution for the problem because of the data you have. Jake, I'd, I'd, I'd really like to engage um, in, in this deeper conversation, but unfortunately time is not on our side. And I'm hoping that um, you'll get to the point soon. Okay. So my point is actually it's fundamental, is that uh, our, our, I'll go back to our schooling system and the way uh, there's a couple of things missing. One is our parents do not actually... Uh, Things that they have to take, like we're not educated to actually educate people about how to go about living life. Okay. Just throw them into school. Got you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Sakile in Free State, good afternoon and thank you so much for your patience. Okay. Thank you, Chriselda. You see, the main, the main problem about this phenomenon, Chriselda, is that we have created, uh, we allowed ourselves to be slaves 
of material things. If you look at the, the blesser and blessed phenomenon, it's created by the issue of liking material things. Mm. Like uh, when you go to the club, you must drink white, you must drink ice, propel, those type of expensive things. You must wear a particular uh, certain brand of, 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 of a weave and so forth. Mm. It is not because we are poor. It's because we like material things. And look at the, the perpetrator of this phenomenon. It's people who are driving uh, your expensive German cars, your, who are drinking the certain blends of, of, of alcohol, who, are, who wants to be at the certain types of clubs. You would not go to the tavern at the location and you get a blessed and blessed phenomenon. No. You get it there at your, at your suburban clubs. Mm. You understand? Because you are slaves to material things. I get that's, you. That's what I wanted Thanks, to, to, Brian. To, 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 to say. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Uh, it's, uh, uh, that was uh, Sakile Brian in Pretoria. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Good. I also want to make a contribution to, to the topic. I think uh, the most important thing for these girls, and not only for girls, for all of us, boys and girls, it has to start from home. How Our mothers are raising girls, our fathers are raising boys. In most cases, if we look at the divorce rate in South Africa, and what causes the divorce in most cases, it's financial issues. And usually our parents, they complain in front of us. Your father is not doing this. Your father is not this. I don't know why I married this man who can't provide, who can't... Then you learn from there. And you, in your mind, you only think that a good husband is someone who has got money mm. as a girl. And they go out there looking for someone who has money. I promise you, as men, even I, I'm a married man. I always laugh about it with my wife. How, how girls, they look at you, even when they're driving with their wife, they don't even care you're driving with their wife. They give you that look that, talk to me, say something to but me. But could it be, Brian, that we're looking more at what women are doing? We're not looking at what um, young men are doing. Because no, I've also I'm, noticed young men, um, you know, giving gestures when I'm driving with my husband. Yes, that's what I say. That it goes both either fathers and mothers. Mm. But right now, I just I just pointed on the issue of uh, uh, girls. Got you. In a sense, but All this right. problem is, is is everywhere. It's boys and girls, but it, it starts from the grassroots, from where we come from, our parents. Mm. There's someone laughing at me um, within the SMSs, um, laughing at the fact that I'm shocked. Uh, I'm, I'm just uh, trying to get to the system so that I can read uh, this SMS, uh, which is just <laughs> so funny. But uh, poor Chrysalda, what an act you're putting up uh, in the studio there. Uh, is this the first time you hear about this? Uh, these things have been happening from the 50s already. Oh, shame. Wow. And and I mean, for you, it's it's like a normal conversation. It's okay that this has been happening and nothing has been done since the 50s. I'm not sure who's uh, putting up an act seriously. As as a conversation, as a people of South Africa, we should be concerned. Uh, Luambo uh, Mali uh, in Ghana says uh, it's the power of money um, that attempts uh, even the young ones uh, to fall for raw um, intercourse, as he says it. I'm a taxpaying and a portion of my tax goes towards a free higher education. I'm deeply concerned. At the end of the day, these girls don't finish their courses and they waste NFSOS money, and, and which is a, a tragic reality. Well, unfortunately, we have to conclude this uh, conversation, and I believe that uh, we haven't even scratched the surface. What should give? Where to from here?
I think that as the viewers have said, we need to start teaching our young men that just because you are poor, it doesn't mean that when you've made it in life, you need to start abusing those who are still vulnerable. Amen. It does not give you any social value. It doesn't make you more important um, to have more women around you. And for mm. the women, let's teach them to get a job. If you like things, because we have a materialistic society, how about we empower them to understand that you can start your own business. You can go find a job that you buy yourself or weave. Because I think we wouldn't be realistic in saying that, you know, shut everything out. Mm. Don't want to wear that jeans. Um, but it's about empowering the self and building the young person's self-esteem into understanding that materials don't make you any more valuable. Let's value the self. Let's build our young people before they even get to institutions of higher learning. Let's have the conversation at home. Let's bring in the parent. But for those who don't have parents, teachers need to be parents enough and stop telling kids there won't be anything in life because you don't know what they're confronted with when they're back home. Let's build our kids in every single institution. Churches must stop talking about it like it's not in the church already. We're finding men in churches who are blessers and we mm. need to have an open conversation in identifying and rooting out this ill. it's been here for centuries but let's not accept it because it could be your daughter one day it could be your sister one day and it could be death look child with leaders like you it's bound to end Thank you. Thank you very much for your activism and being a responsible citizen in our country that acknowledges that you do have rights and they come with responsibilities. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. That's uh, Gushegong Kentuli who joined us um, from our Deben Studios, a former student, uh, former president of the uh, Student Representative Council at the University of KwaZulu-Natal, uh, Howard College. And I'd like to just remind you that uh, you are sons and daughters of your Steve Biko's. Um, Steve Bantu Biko did not die for this. Uh, you have your Ruth first and the list goes on and on. Mama Winnie Mandela, the list goes on and on of icons of giants um, who died for you to somehow just connect to the liberation that rewrites the script of your society of your community and here's viva by zonke